Uh, hey, hey, welcome to the Bonus Barrel. And I am Rob, and with me is... Lef! And Seiji. Look at that. Three of the four. It's good, that's like, that's a cup almost, almost full. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, that's uh, almost a satisfying drink. Uh, uh, Seiji, Seiji update. How, how, how... I've been okay. <laughs> Not much to say. P1? No, P2. Has been playing your game. Great. P2. Oh, my, yeah. yeah. Your, your old, your original game, the original Seiji game. <laughs> Pretty cool. I know you talked about it before on the... Ages ago. Have I? I think so. Yeah, you have. You definitely have. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why, that's why I would... I, but you, you, know, you, don't, you don't have to mention this title or anything, but... He likes it, so there you go. That's a that's a compliment. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm really proud about that game. But it should be. Yeah, there's there's because it's old, and I've learned. I, I think I've learned a lot since then. That I see a lot of mistakes being done, but yeah, um, yeah I'm still proud of it. Uh, got, so the biggest news in the world that happened um, is Mario. Mario's not officially a plumber anymore. And I mean, this is so big that even Fox News spoke about it. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's, no, it's nothing sacred anymore. <laughs> can, can, can Mario not just be a regular Joe, hardworking plumber? Mario the plumber, Joe the plumber, Mario the plumber. Yeah, Mario the plumber. And now, what is he? He's just—he's just, he's a rich. He's a one percenter on his yacht and <laughs> racing around having fun. So has he? Is he something else, or is it just he's just not a plumber? He just doesn't plumb as much. Yeah. Well, he, he used to, but I guess he. He's, but he's like Mario's only like twenty eight. So is he already retired? Is he twenty eight? Didn't we already discuss well, that he was like over a hundred in the previous episode? Oh yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> I think officially he's twenty eight though. Uh, really? He, that, I think he's at least in his thirties. He looks older than twenty. Well, whatever. Maybe but, maybe his thirties. But Princess Peach looks like she's not old she's like in her 20s yeah i guess so. why is she queen peak <laughs> who is the queen this is a, this is a perfect way to start seiji's uh <laughs> r- return to this episode all right i actually want something serious i want to talk about um so me versus dying um and i'm just want to talk about the effect it has on its games and the overall feeling of playing the wii u because the wii me versus something special you know booting up the the wii u had that sense of community i don't like to partake in that community but i like knowing that it existed and it's integrated into most games, and with the services shutting down like next month, it's gonna feel like a like a like a wasteland, a, a ghost town. And uh, how are you guys gonna feel, you know, when you decide you want to play a Wii U game, and you go in there and you and you see this dead screen, and all these like blank posts from games that because they can no longer support it. Well, I'm kind of curious what we'll, what we will be seeing, cause like, I know what you mean when you, when you boot on your Wii U and you're kind of seeing all these notifications from people playing games and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm the same boat as you. It was just like, I never really cared about it. I never used it, but it was cool that it was there. But it's, so is it just going to be like, I guess it'll just be like as if you are offline. I assume it's probably what it's going to be like. You. <laughs> I guess it would just be, yeah. Again, seems sad. But does it? Like, Kind of. Uh, I don't know. I don't like things taken from me. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like for the Wii U. Are you ever going to play your Wii U again? Yeah, of course I will. Okay. Unless they've managed to port every game over to the <laughs> Switch. And so, yeah, they I, seem I, to be working on it, so. Plus, I, I'd use it for like Wii game. Yeah, okay. 
the Wii's kind of depressing too. I don't know something about games that no longer have any sort of connection to them. If they if they had them originally, makes me feel like I'm missing something. Well, even if I don't want it, it's just kind of the way the times goes. You know, out with the old and with the new. Why you got to get those physical games, man? Pop those suckers in. Play them whenever you want. Well, you can still play digital games. Not always. What about the ones that are all on? on? Shut up. Those are the online only ones, but then, you know, you can still get physical, like Mag. You could get the physical copy of Mag and not. Still uh, not be able to play. Hey, fun story <laughs> with Mag. Uh, 2013, we'll get back to the Miiverse thing, so I want to hear Sadie's opinion. But in 2013 ish, when the uh, PS4 was coming out, uh, Future Shop, which is defunct now, uh, I think it's been bought out, had this really weird deal where you could bring in any three games from PS3, Xbox 360, and, and the DS. Anything. Yeah, I remember that. Trade them in, and you get, like, a decent game. And I remember Mag was one of the ones I brought in, and the servers were already shut down at that point. So that <laughs> Mag helped, helped save itself a little there bit. There you go. My eyes. Even, even in death, these games can redeem <laughs> themselves. I don't like... I have a problem. All right. I'm going to make a note. To, we'll come back to complaining about online-only um, Seiji, the Miiverse thing. Yeah. You're the biggest Wii U fan of us all. How do you, mm-hmm. how do you, do you care about the, the, the Miiverse kind of dying? So it seems so young to me. I don't know. Um, I don't really care that much because I've never used it a lot, but I've heard a lot of people, um, uh, like already like mourning it. Yeah. We'll love that. <laughs> it's announced that, um, I don't know how. It was cool. It was a cool idea, but as with any social network kind of thing, yeah, uh, you have the the only way you can care for that kind of thing is if you have some like active friends in it. And like, there are two layers to this. One, how much do I did I use it in game, and and if I was actually communicating with any friends in there, and and to me the answer is like no and no. Although in Splatoon it was pretty cool to see, yeah. like the little banners when when you're in the in the plaza feature. Um, but I mean, in Splatoon two, there's no Meavers, but you have that, so it's like maybe it's not necessary anymore. I don't know. Um, I definitely see the need for something, especially in the, on the Switch, because the Switch is so like bare bones in, in yeah. terms of of its social features. Like the the Nintendo app is not really cutting it for me. Um, what the other day when I was playing on Splatoon two with the with other Cartridge Club members, I mean we were we were using like Discord and it was pretty comfortable because you you have to kind of use the same thing, which is to use the Nintendo app to chat with your friends. But you already have the setup of of Discord, so I I'm, I'm not really sure if it's being used a lot. Um, well, I don't know, I like, I, I follow Nintendo news, but it's been kind of quiet in the last few months in terms of, like, Switch features and stuff like that, except for games, which is good. Yeah, I mean, uh, games is the most important part, but, like, I, you still can't send messages to your friend on the Switch. This, it's, it's the worst, like, if I, like, this Discord, for example, so very convenient and easy to use, and, and it is definitely better than the Nintendo app, but I would like, if I was playing a game and I see a friend playing another game, I would like to be able to send in my Switch, hey, do you want to play this game with me? Hop on Discord or something. But but we don't have... Or hop on Nintendo app. But we don't have that option. You can't even send messages in the Nintendo app. So it's like, why are they so opposed to being able to send messages to your friend that you registered on your list? I, I get you want to save children and shit, but... I mean, come on, just let me send a message to my friend. 
Yeah, to me, the actual news here is not Nintendo killing a certain feature. Is what are they replacing it with? What are they doing for uh, much needed, you know, communication tools and um, outside of games features? And we were talking about this the other day because it's not just like communications platforms; it's also like where's Netflix and YouTube and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I, I would use my Switch like a lot more if it had. You know, at the very least, Netflix. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, we're right. kind of in a weird state right now. It's th- these are all things that could be fixed. My worry is they won't be fixed because that's traditionally how these things work. And uh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just I don't. Oop, alarm set. Oop. I just don't see them. Like, oh yeah, I was, you know what I was gonna say now. So the 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 switch is doing really well. So there's no uh, stick to to say, hey, you need to do this because people want this because it's, it's doing so well. So, you know, a, a logical thought process would be, well, we we are doing, we don't need to do anything different. Keep on doing this. Fuck your friend code and, and friend request. Although they did add it so that you could actually have a username now on your on your uh, Nintendo account, and now I'm hoping that it comes into use someday. I hope so. You, yeah. you, you can hope. And... On the topic of like this mirrors and stuff, so online only options. I don't know. I so I guess apparently there's a few games that borderline require the Miiverse to work, and this is not just a Miiverse thing in general, but and and it's just the way this this stuff goes. But when servers shut down, I, I would hate to be one of the people still playing a game that 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 happens to because like then, then the game's difficult to sometimes impossible to play anymore. And I don't know, this is just mostly just empty complaining because I realize the the, the logistics of this stuff. You can't pay for a server for 10 people. But it's it's kind of a, a bummer that, you know, almost wish that, you know, you have P2P options or something to make up for that stuff. I don't know. I guess it's more sad. So what about, like, the their app game about the Miiverse? I forgot what it was called. Is that just Dead 2? You mean Tomo? Uh, Mitomo, Mitomo, yeah. I, separate, isn't it? It uses Mies, but yeah, it uses Mies, but I don't think the Mie, like, Mieverse thing is. Yeah, like, you'll still have you'll still have Mies on your Wii U. You just can't do them. Just, with just, it. just I guess yeah. game. Yeah, people won't see your me anymore. So, so the only real feature is the you know social aspect of Mies is so what's going like if away. If you're playing Mario 3D World, you're not going to the uh, Mieverse note stuff. Good, I hated <laughs> I hated those. So uh, there's a few games that actually uses it in more depth. I think Wario, one of the one of the Wario Land games uses it. Wario World, WarioWare, one of the Wario games. But uh and a few other ones I think use it pretty in depth. So those games might be fucked. And uh Mario oh yeah, well another big one to getting hit is the Mario Maker. Like you're not gonna be able to share your levels and stuff anymore. It's fucked up. You, you really? Is yeah. that was done with the Miiverse in particular? Or Oh, I'm pretty sure you won't be able to. It's, it's exactly uh, exactly. I'm gonna find exact. I see. I'm I'm gonna find that really hard to believe because that's gonna pretty much defeat the purpose of Mario Maker. So if they if they got rid of that particular feature, then that game is a paperweight almost. So I would really so, hope that's not the case. Here's a message. One of their one of so this is from a polygon or. or one of our favorite Wii U games, 2015, a small part of its biggest feat. Players won't be able to comment, okay, on shared levels anymore, which is a bummer. I don't care about that. 
Nintendo version of 3DS Maker lacked that. So okay. thankfully, it's just that. Good. So that's good. Good. Well, like I said, like I figured that that game would not be. That would that would be a complete yeah, you would, shadow you of its former self. Yeah, play your that's own level happen. and that's it. But yeah, but it's of, happen, of course though. it's going to happen. Like every yeah. eventually, all game servers Mario, go down. Mario Kart Eight loses its uh, tournaments. Over, won't be able to share their gameplay videos to YouTube. Uh, there's that, and then of course Platoon loses its Miiverse stuff. Smash Bros. The Miiverse stage will be kind of empty now. <laughs> the whole point of that stage yeah. will be kind of, you know, not working. But and Xenoblade Chronicles X feature uh, Blade Report, but yeah, I guess it's not. It's it sucks, but it could be worse. So their online servers aren't going down yet, which I don't know how long that'll last. I mean, is is Mario Kart for Wii still have official servers? Do we know for Wii? Yeah. Oh, jeez, no idea. Um, I think they. Uh, they stopped supporting it, but actually, not too long ago. 2014, I think. What, I, what Google search is telling me. Huh. Oh, 2014? Oh. That's not pretty long, actually. I, I thought it was even, even more. closer to, yeah. I mean, this is the first result, perhaps. It did last long. Okay, well, yeah, anyways, I don't know. I'm not even really complaining. This is just part of life. Things die. Servers shut down. <laughs> Video game characters die. Or yeah, avatars die. Left, are you going to play Monster Hunter Stories? Isn't that out now or something? Yeah, um, I was actually a, f- a friend of mine has it on her uh, 3DS and she was showing it to me the other day. Looks yeah. looks kind of cool. You you might like it too, Rob. I was gonna say, is there a chance I'd, I'd actually like yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, it's like Monster Hunter meets Pokemon. It's, Pokemon. Yeah, it's kind of the, the theme, you could say. It seems to be more about raising monsters and Fighting, and we one. can we can confirm that in the Monster Hunter universe, you do eat the monster. Yeah, you, so you eat them, unlike in, Pokemon, you eat slow pokes. Ambiguous. We eat their tails. Yeah, so maybe, maybe not. Maybe we don't kill the slow. <laughs> if you ate people's hair, uh, the people are still alive. You're just eating their nasty ass hair. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think if we're comparing eating a tail to a person, I don't think hair is going right. to cut it. You're going to eat it with a finger. Right, finger, finger. Yeah. It's like eating a person's finger. <laughs> Totally cool. <laughs> it's like it's like a chicken wing. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious, probably. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get it when it's cheaper or something. I'm in no rush to pick it up. Speaking of that, Switch games, man. There's more and more is coming out. It's it's an avalanche now, and now I'm thinking, shit. I'm gonna still try for full Switch run, but I can't keep up anymore with like every release that comes out. I was just buying everything that came out, uh, and now I have to wait until things go down because it's getting ridiculous. I need to switch my expectations to something more reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, oh, one sec. Uh, Seiji, go, go. Seiji, a question. Are you playing Mario yeah. Rabbids? Did you get it? No. No, I'll, I'll get it eventually, I'm pretty sure. But I, I was, on, uh, I, I was uh, saying on the chat the other day, and I feel like I've gotten too many games this year. I mean, for the... For the for the Switch. I'm, I'm going to get one more next month. I'm going to get Mario okay. Odyssey. But I've heard really good things about uh, the Rabbit's game. But uh, I'm going to get it this year. I want to give you a shining... Um, this, I'm going to read a, this, a personal message sent from my friend Sundary J about Mario Rabbit. And uh, he said, Just started Mario and Rabbids. Holy fuck. Was not expecting to like it so much right off. Like I almost immediately. I was like, this is awesome. It looks good. Plays good. 
The rabbits aren't nearly as obnoxious as they appear in the dumb trailers. It's actually pretty funny. And I also just love how easy it is to pause, stop, resume, switch games. It's so fast and convenient. Bam. There you go. Someone who hates these types of yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. PC this only, is this is a part. huge non-console guy, typically. So Yeah, and he's not a big on rabbits. Or, I mean, he likes Mario a little bit, but... But he's like into the game, and he was telling me about it yesterday too. He's like, he's loving it, and you know why? Because it's good. It's a great. <laughs> it's game. just a good game. No, I'm really interested in. It's one of the Switch games that probably is most appealing to me right now, but I haven't had a chance to get it. So hopefully soon. Yeah, man. I think you. I think you, especially, you know, liking tactical games and stuff, will like this game a lot. It's just challenging enough too to be, you know, not 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 nothing like what the fuck I played for this episode, but like. Just, um, you know, challenging enough that it can be, you might have to start a battle over a couple of times, but because it saves before every battle, you know, it's not that big a deal. And, and it game, the game just gives you so much freedom. Being able to switch your, st- your like, your skill trees at any time is a really nice thing that uh, more games should do. So instead of punishing you for wanting to change your mind. Yeah. Good. I'm excited. Game. I want to try it. So... Uh, so, yes. Seiji, what are the games that have been... You said you, there's four games that you got that are... Is that, what, Splatoon, Arms, Breath of the Wild, and... I don't know. Uh, Puyo Puyo, Tetris, and Cave Story. Oh, right, so I right. got five. Yeah, I'm really happy. My collection looks amazing. And <laughs> the only thing is that, although... There, there's this thing about... Because Nintendo decided to use cartridges... It feels like I want to have them, and I like the little boxes and all that stuff. But I just hate switching cartridges, man. Like it really wants me. It really makes me want to go uh, all digital. Why do you? So, why do you hate yeah. them so much? Like what? Because because the switch experience is. Oh, so, I see. I see. It, it allows for so much freedom. Like the other yeah. day, I got I I got home on. This was Friday, right? I got home, and well, because I'm in the in the West Coast, and a lot a lot of you guys are in the East Coast. Like I don't usually get to play with you online a lot because when I'm when I'm out of work, you guys are already probably going to sleep already. But just turns out that I that some of some of the guys were playing Splatoon two, and I was commuting, and I was like, oh, I hope I get there on time, right? So I got here, and and I wanted to play Switch, but I also wanted to be, you know, with, with my wife. And she was in another room. She was in the TV room. So I just grabbed the Switch. And I went to the other room. And while I was, you know, you know, chatting with my wife, I was actually playing Splatoon 2. And I was, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. You, you know, it, it allows you for so much freedom. And if, I, if we wanted to go out, I, you know, could go out or whatever. It would be for online play. But you, you, you know what I'm getting at. And just the fact that you have to be careful on, you know, bringing your cartridges with you, or or even if you're playing on TV and you just want to switch game, and then you have to put the cartridges. Is that just this little inconvenience that is not, you know, like fitting with the whole other stuff that you're doing? And I know I'm I'm, I'm being really picky. It's just that something that that uh, that bothers me. That I that I think to myself, this could be just a little bit more convenient if all my games were digital. But th- this is something that I've that I've that you 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 guys know. I um, I prefer. I tend to prefer that. So yeah, just that. I mean, when it comes to convenience, it's straight up most. Convenient. But there's not really any denying that. 
I certainly tried. So, so Rob, though, how would you feel if like the Switch was like a pure digital thing? Would you still have? Bummed, would you still like? Bummed out about it, but I'd still get it. It wouldn't change. Okay. I mean, I'm go- I'm gonna play Nintendo game. I love. Nintendo yeah. Game. Okay. It would just be a. Th- I mean, it would save me money because then I wouldn't buy it. Because like I do, I do understand exactly where he's coming from. Just with like the Switch being like the most easy, convenient console to play, and then this is no- making I- the digital thing even more convenient, it would just you know make it super convenient. It's literally no different than the 3DS. I mean, yeah. Switch is just yeah. a nicer 3DS to hook up to your TV. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can get digital, or you could use carts. I've been using cart for my handheld titles for years, and it's never really been a thing to bother me. But Switch, I mean, digital is more convenient. So if I was really, really feeling it, and I'm still not at the point where I care that much, I would just buy digital versions of Mario Kart. Yeah, have them. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't feel like I need those at the moment. And but I mean, I like it. I have some digital games on my Switch that are eShop stuff, and you know, I still don't switch the game. I still don't really switch between them. Just to me, stopping one game to start another is a chore, no matter what system or console I'm <laughs> on, including whether or not I have to pop a card in or not. I'm like, ah, oh, that's just, my game suspended because I, I'm spoiled by a suspended game. I like to just be able to turn my system back on and immediately play without any sort of like loading or turning it on. That's that's uh, that's just even more laziness on my behalf. See, like the, I don't ever even I really even use that feature. Like so, like with your PS4, like you need to put it into rest mode. And then always put rest mode. you, I see, I never, I just turn it off every time. Oh man, yeah. I mean, rest mode always. Dark Souls 3 is sitting in rest mode right now. Ooh. My, my brand new character. <laughs> More to come <laughs> later. Yeah. Oh, and you know, Sundary J is quite upset with you. I know, he was yelling at me yesterday. Yeah, apparently Dark Souls 1 is the best game in the series. So yeah, I'm right. Playing we're one. playing, we're, we, we, I chose 3. Um, yeah. there's a few reasons why I chose three rather than one. Um, I'm not going to like argue that these are great reasons, but they're reasons and we'll talk about it on the episode. Would you say they're three reasons? Oh, I'll, I'll come, I'll come <laughs> up with three reasons though. So, okay. Fine, I need to <laughs> well, I have two already. So I just left need... top three reasons why I chose Dark Souls three instead. Yeah. But once again, I don't like these reasons that much. They were just, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were we'll talk about that on the episode. You have a couple of weeks to punch them up. So you, know, you can make some really good reasons in between that. There we go. Uh, I got a question for both of you and Sage. Uh, Both of us and Seiji. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I know you've already seen it, seen it left. So really, it's a question of Seiji. Have you ever watched it, Seiji? The original version? Yes. Hmm. Probably when I was young. Your opinion? Uh, Think it? Did you find it scary as a kid? The thought of it? It's weird because for a while I thought. All those kinds of things were scary. Mm. Then I realized that I only thought they were scary because they were being deemed as scary by all by all other people that I knew. It's it's it's, it's a re- really weird thing when it when it came up to just me alone. Uh, now this is my current position. I find all of that uh, pretty. I don't want to say silly, but. It's just like a type of aesthetic that I get, but I I don't feel scared at all. So in the past, it's not that the movies were scary to me. It's just that they were supposed to be scary. Therefore, I thought they were scary. Oh, it's right, right, it's yeah. a weird thing to explain. I don't know. No, I understand. You, you're you kind of being swayed by 
social opinion on it. I thought the movie, originally the movie, I watched it as an adult and I thought it was silly in the act, questionable at best. But apparently the new one is, is doing really well and had a really high gross opening and stuff. I know you've watched it before, mentioned it. Yeah, I'm going to go see it on Monday or tomorrow. So Ooh, uh, I hope it's I hope it's enjoyable. I, I watched Ringu on Friday, the original version of the Ring, and it was pretty. Thought I'd throw it out there. Shelby wasn't there to watch it, so usually we talk about shitty, shitty or good movies. Oh, but I did rewatch Bye Bye Man. Uh, <laughs> it's on Netflix. I saw I see it on yeah, Netflix that's... all the time, and I'm just like, was... "Fuck off, Bye Bye Man!" I'm not gonna no, watch that's... you. The second watch was even better than the first one. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I love that movie. It's so bad. It's the perfect bad. It's super watchable. I love it. Uh, my friends seem to really enjoy, enjoy it. Anyways, that's all I have. That's all my <clears throat> extra stuff to talk about. I have a little bit of a... Yes. It's kind of a sissy counter, but it, I think it Ooh. happened in the last episode of, of BB, so it's a BB counter, BB, I guess. BBCC counter. Yeah, you guys were talking about pre-orders and... Oh, <laughs> it never and ends. Like, and like pre-buys and that yeah. kind of stuff. And I was, I was thinking to myself, well, there are two different concepts, though, those two things that you guys were talking about. Yeah. Because one thing is, uh, well, when we talk about an order, we're really talking about a purchase order, right? So just make things like super, super clear. Like when you order something from Amazon, mm-hmm. they have it, you pay for it, and you do like a purchase order. This is buying, right? yeah. Purchase. Yeah. So it's so it's like buying, but they call it a, they call it an order, right? So when they call when you use when they use the the word pre order is like a pre purchase order. So what you're doing is that you're not putting any money. You're just saying, hey, when it comes out, when it's available, you know, they charge me. I think I think that is that is as much. As we know, or, or that's as clear as we know. But then you guys were talking about how this other thing, I don't know what, I, I haven't used it. Is it limited run games? Oh, yes, limited runs the best. When they opened it for 24 hours and they mm-hmm. took as many orders of the, uh, as they could, and then you're guaranteed a game, right? Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah, and it, that's not how it usually works. Usually the limited run has 3,000 prints of a game, uh, and you have two windows to buy it. So at 10, they say, but here's the first half. And then at at the six, here's the next half, and then that's it. Like that's it for that game. It's a lim- It's literally a limited run. It's these small runs of games that don't get physical releases. They work with the publisher to get a small run. But for a couple of games, they had it a bit different. And this is the case with with um, the what game we were just talking about, uh, the Ease game. Uh, basically, they opened it for 24 hours, and people could order, you know, as much as they wanted in that 24 hours, and then that's what would get made. It's a little bit of a deviation from how they usually do it, but that's what P1 was praising, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So the thing, the thing with that is that I don't think that's that's a pre-order, or a pre-purchase order. That straight up is a manufacturing that's order. That's a fucking you know Kickstarter, what I mean? basically. I, mean, I know it's not because it's still going to be made anyways, but to me, that's what it feels like. You're you're paying for something that so that you get it. I don't know. Like I didn't see the difference between that and kickstarting, except for the fact that you're not making the game. But you were bought in. Like that game is now being, they take your money and, and that game is going to be made. You basically bought it before it's even made, before it's printed or whatever you want to, want to call it, manufactured. Well, the difference with, with Kickstarter is that usually you're, you're funding, uh, not the thing that is being made, you're funding the company. Yeah. Right? 
so the company might make it or not uh, but you are expressing your interest in the company through like paying some quantity and then you're you're assured sometimes you know the stuff that they're doing i guess my feeling is you can't back out like the difference between a pre-order and, and some sort of pre-buy or pre-purchase is that you you can back out of one of them and i'm pretty sure that you well at least you shouldn't be able to back out of another one if you say all right i'm giving you my money now to make this ease game for me as part of this 24 hours 48 hours later you shouldn't be able to cancel it and i don't think you can versus a pre-order of a game that's coming out next year if i decide you know what i really don't want that game cancel my pre-order uh, I, I feel like that's the better 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 one in that respect because you have the option of changing your mind. Uh, so, so that's why I for pre-order. That's why I think pre-ordering is good. I really don't see why people are down on pre-ordering in general. I know, of course, there's been reasons thrown at us constantly, but like, I just don't get. You don't have to. You don't have to use it. It's not. You're not forced to use pre-ordering. Just don't pre-order. But I like pre-ordering. It's convenient for me. Ah! Yeah, so so I want to go back to that to the concept of of the the pre buy thing because okay. as as I said, what, what you're what you're doing at that point is not buying something. What you're what you're doing is is putting up a, a manufacturing order, right? So you, yeah. yes, you you put up money, but then it's going to be made, like actually made. Like that's what Nintendo does. You know what? That, that's what like actually like companies that sell to retailers. Uh, that's what they do. You know, they have to find some manufacturer that they, you know, print, they make the cases, they print the labels, they make the, the cartridge or the disc, they put it on, on packaging and they have to ship it and then dis- distribute it. You know, all, all, it's a really complex kind of thing. So that system that you guys were, were calling, I think, a pre-buy is, it's not a really sustainable kind of business for a lot of companies, especially like big companies because for once, it's really hard to gauge the interest of, of a product, right? So if you do it that way and then you just manufacture the stuff that there's interest for, what you're doing is you're possibly, you're possibly not covering all the people that could buy your product, which in, in the case of, of, of really big games is in the millions. And the other is that what, what if a lot of, a lot of people put a lot, a lot of orders and then you, you have to guarantee, right? That, that you're going to make as much as, as, as you're being ordered, but there's a possibility that you won't be able to do it. So you have to cap it somehow. So either way, you end up with the traditional system, which is you just make as, as many as you think you, you, you will buy. And probably a little bit more or a little bit less. I don't know. And then you just let retailers, you know, handle all that, like logistic hell, right? I don't know how they're, how this specific company was handling that, but it's a very different concept. That's, that's because you're, you're, you're funding the manufacturing of something, not like buying something. So I wouldn't even call it a pre-buy. It's, it's, it's really strange. I don't know. So I just wanted to mention that because it, it, I was thinking about it and I was like, this is not, this is not something that can be done in a, by, as a regularized thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's strange. I don't know. Uh, I don't see it as a bad thing or necessarily a great thing. I just, I just did my personal opinion was I don't think it's better pre-ordering. People just lie. I don't know. I feel like he's cool to hate pre-orders. Yo, man, I don't, I don't like. Pre-orders, it's not hip. 
<laughs> no, the, the, I I do understand. Like for example, uh, when was it? I think on Friday the source opened up their um, the Super Nintendo Classic pre-orders, mm. and it was just impossible to get. Like the, the site wasn't working. I'm pretty sure. Like it was slow it. because yeah. there was a lot of people you know trying to get it. So I do get the frustration of trying to get something and not being able to. Well, I don't like limited, um, limited pre-order. A little, which kind of leads to. A what one is saying is a good thing. So if you're if pre-ordering insured you a copy and, and it didn't actually have the limits on, then it's not quite so bad. So actually, in that respect, I agree with that. But I don't like pre-buying. Actually, I don't probably. Either. I guess my I guess I guess what I don't like I don't like about pre-orders in in this, in this case in the case where where if you live in a small town and shit, you they they run out of pre-orders. So so that. A thing I, I I agree with. If if the company is, a, a message is sent, hey, you you're going to sell these many things because everybody's pre-ordering this. You make sure you print it. Up. But instead, some places only have like four, like literally, like remember there's some amiibos back where we, we both used to live, and they would they would fucking cost like, or not cost, but they would they would have like a, a pre-order limit of like four, and that was it for the whole for the whole city. That's messed yeah. up. That's stupid. I don't like that. That's bad pre-ordering. Pre-ordering should be. Everybody pre-orders it and they're good. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But you can still yeah, can't. But making things is hard, man. That that's what I was getting at. Like, for example, I, I'm pretty sure that Nintendo they don't want to make enough Super Nintendo classics because they don't want to sell that kind of stuff. It's like that is not their business. But their business is the Switch, right? But it, with the same thing with the Switch, they cannot make enough of it. They um. It's hard to make them, you know, it's hard to get the stuff to the, the chips and the screens and like common things that are shared among other electronics products, uh, yeah. electronic products like, like smartphones. And there's multiple reports of, of Nintendo struggling to get the parts that they need I've heard, to actually yeah. build the things. Um, especially because the, some key parts are, are also used on iPhones. And other smartphones, and that business, as you know, it's it's huge, right? It's much it's a much larger market. So what larger than uh, the Switch, the iPhone? Uh, probably, <laughs> uh, probably Apple has a lot of a lot more like pull in terms of that, especially now that they were that they're going to release a new one. But um, I, I hope Nintendo are, are stashing Switches for the holiday because it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, they're, they're 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 still around though. Like I still see them places. Like they're not like very hard to find. Probably depends where you're at. Yeah, right? I guess so. I've I've never seen it here in oh, the stores really? that I've been at. Yeah, like I I I know reports that hey, there's a couple in this store, but they're gone. And then like they last yeah. for you know for a couple of hours. And then they're gone. But what I mean is, if you want to get a PS4, you can just go and get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're a little hard at launch, but I mean, I don't know how long before they were coming. Yeah. Eventually, it, it kind of normalizes. But I, I kind of thought the Switch was kind of he- closer to normalizing than maybe it is, because like I said, like when I go places, I see them. So, but maybe that's just more rep- representative of where I mean, we live. It took a couple months to get. For me to find friends around here. Oh yeah, yeah. At first, yeah, it was definitely hard at first. But like I said, I thought by now everything was normal. But well, actually, a friend of the show, Jordan, 
got her Switch like a month after the uh, Splatoon 2. So this would have been probably in August. And it was difficult. Like they were sold out everywhere. And she had to wait until orders came in like on Tuesdays and Fridays to get one. They'd get like four or five in. She had to kind of go up and get one like immediately after oh, after geez. work. Yeah, that so was... it's still it's still kind of challenging. Yeah, to get. still you still know, more got... work than just walking in a store and buying it. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to if you really wanted one, you'd have to be a ninja just to to, to take it from somewhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> have to be a, a ninja. Switch. How about ninja? we go to our topic? Woo! Seiji, that good? <laughs> yeah. Up next topic. Okay, we're back. Ninja Gaiden, take it away. Left. All right. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're playing hard games this month, and so one of, one of my goals was to do uh, an a, a retro hard game and then a more modern hard game. So the retro hard game that we picked, well, I picked, uh, was Ninja Gaiden. Um, so I I picked it because we've play, it's 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 a good game. We, we we mostly because we what we've been trying to do as well is when we did our our hundred game list, we've been trying to you know knock off some games that are on that list and, and kind is of feature. Yeah. How? Seiji and right. I, both Seiji okay. and I. <laughs> um, no, didn't we put Ninja Gaiden two? Maybe we did. Maybe we did. I think you you want to have Ninja Gaiden one, and I had both. But I had two higher. It, so that's it why became we, we it became political. Yeah, one. it became a little oh, political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, we a ninja guiding game was on the list, so we I wanted to put it uh, or feature it on the episode. Uh, so that's kind of why we picked it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I, I used to play it a lot as a kid, uh, which is why one was on my particular list. So uh, what I will, first thing before we jump too far into the game is I just want to know everyone's first impressions after kind of playing it for a little bit. All right, well, I guess I'll go. Um, I, I wrote notes down when I played the game. Uh, I, awesome music. Oh, definitely don't play apartment. Uh, the first first acts weren't too bad. Getting the, the second act. Actually, it wasn't until 3-2 that I started getting angry and annoyed uh, with the game. So I guess initially it was like, okay, this is not too bad. The stages are... like Okay, oh, disclaimer, I played with emulator. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't bother with my physical copy. And... Uh, save states made the game infinitely more playable. I used this checkpoint, so every time I would get to a new act, so like if I was act two two, then I save state at the beginning of that because I wasn't going to replay the level. That's well, that's what know, the continues do anyways. The game loads you back at yeah. the beginning of the act, but you get a game over, you have to do the whole stage over again. So big old fuck that. Which, funny enough, made it kind of harder for me anyways because I'd, I'd be starting, I'd have to do the whole act with like four life instead of the full bar. But uh, I was too stubborn to. So yeah, so that so that make so if I was playing the original version, I imagine my anger would have been much much higher than it was. Game. So first impressions was this is hard but fun at the moment. Good, good. And and Seiji. I don't know, man. This is a really hard game for me to talk because I played it so much when I was a child. But at the same time, I re while while I was seeing the amount of content that those games have, 
like I've never even experienced like 25% of the content because I was always replaying like the first like two stages probably <laughs> and I'll die and I'll play it again and then I'll get tired of it and I'll put it to rest and then whenever I wanted to you know be a ninja or whatever <laughs> I'll play it I'll play it again and when I was playing it I was feeling like kind of like the same the same way it's not that I considered the game I considered the game hard yes but to me it was just like I was completely um, surrendered to its difficulty and I just accept that it's so hard that that instinctively it's, it's like I'm not going to go further than this point because it's too hard so the little content that I played is like it I love the feeling of it you know no other games feel like this it, it's such it it's so responsive and it just feels good to kill enemies and it, it slowly becomes super frustrating. I would say that's the <laughs> word. It's very frustrating because calling this game hard, and it is hard, but calling this game hard is might be like an understatement. It, it's yeah. just that some stuff, it's so, it's just so cheap. The game, yeah. the game cheats. The game's bullshit. Like, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Can I not get angry? Because I'm starting to get angry already. Yeah, you can. It, it is true. It is true. But it is. It is true, but I mean, there, there's a lot of positives. The music is amazing. Yeah. The, the the graphics are good. Yeah. Uh, and the, the sequel is it's even better, but I don't want to mention that right now. Um, it's well designed, so it's not a game. It's there's a lot of games that they, they just are like hard and they become like bad because uh, as as they are products of their time, they were made to last, right? So there were a lot of stuff that they'll just make it hard. And you won't be able to to finish it. And there's a lot of games like that on the NES. But this game, I mean, if you use save state, and I did, and you just progress through it, yes, it becomes increasingly hard, but the quality is there. Like, I, I can't agree. I already really can't, can't agree with you. Because it's cheap. You can stand at a certain edge, and an enemy will spawn constantly. You move over just a little bit, that enemy's gone. Or if you move over just a little bit, an enemy that you had killed just comes back out of nowhere. It's terrible with that respect. Like, the program, like there's so many glitches in this game. That, that prevented from being... You can't even memorize it properly because you don't know when a thing is going to reappear. Sometimes you can make an enemy that's in front of you disappear entirely. And that's great. And then sometimes a bird will come back for the 18th time and hit you for like a quarter of your whole health bar. For some reason, birds do more damage than missile launchers in this game. So, and so running, mm -hmm. and running football player. You can absolutely memorize this entire game. Yes, so it is possible. There's no problem. bullshit. No, no, no. So anytime an enemy comes at you, you know where they're coming from if you've been playing over and over again but anyway so one sec uh, before we get right, into right, too we'll much here so um for anyone who doesn't know about ninja gaiden it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's a side-scrolling platformer game um so you you control the uh, the ninja ryu hayabusa and uh you're six different acts uh 20 levels in total um in so you and the cool thing as well that this game has so you just like yes that's calling platform game with power ups if you've played Castlevania you've you've played a very similar style to Ninja Gaiden so one thing that this game has that sets it apart are these really cool like film noir cutscenes Uh, that kind of bookend all the chapters. Um, personally, as a kid, when I would see that, that was that was a huge driving force for me to want to keep playing the game because I want to see these cutscenes because they were really really cool when I was a kid. Anyways, um, 
So it's 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 basically a a side-scrolling platform game with really fun cutscenes. And if you've never seen any of the cutscenes, um, I and you kind of like old film noir stuff, I'd really recommend checking them out. Uh, they're they're pretty well done. The cutscenes are actually really, really impressive. Aren't they? The yeah, for the time. Like, yeah. Now, Seiji, I'm just, I, I am really curious about your opinion because these cutscenes are fucking long. They are not short cutscenes. And I know you're not the biggest fan in the world of cutscenes. What do you think of, of the one you got? I love them. There's, it's one of the good examples of, of cutscenes. And, and it's very early on. If it's, it's probably the first one that uses uh, this system because I think, I don't remember, Tecmo Theater, I think it's called, they used, it, this is what the Captain Subasa games are based on. And I don't want to be inconsistent, uh, but also I don't want to be like a victim of my own rules or perception. Well, that's what I don't understand because the big thing about cutscene to like, and we've been talking about this literally for two and a half years now, it's like that it's not utilizing what makes a game a game. It's not part of the game. It's, it's borrowing from other mediums to make the game better. And this and this is exactly what this is doing. It's borrowing from comic books or moving pictures to, to, and, and to tell a story that, you know, is not being told as you're playing the game. And it takes you out for a significant portion. These aren't like a few sentences that are being thrown. These are long cutscenes that like last a couple minutes, which in Nintendo time is very long. I, I was kind of. I, I figured this would be the one part of the, of the game that you you might say I did not like. So, so I think I think I can maybe said I'll shed maybe right. why. So just 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 let me let me theorize why oh, Sage just, made. Oh, just to say I oh. do like them. I oh yeah, not again. Um, so I think I think with the game especially is that since this is a hard game and and I think this is when people start toss around that that word of nes hard um so so it's it's a difficult game and then when you finally kind of beat that boss and then you kind of let out that like whoo that sigh of relief of finally being able to do it and drop your controller and then you're rewarded by this cutscene. it feels less intrusive to the gameplay um than you know a cutscene that would typically just kind of like oh this is kind of in my way and not really accomplishing a whole lot this the cutscenes were there so you could decompress after beating a level and that's why i think they work better than just hey here's a cutscene. one one thing you said that i disagree with entirely is uh the bosses are everywhere and the bosses are easy in most of everything else in the game, but except for maybe the, the last one not not just like, like the bosses but just kind of getting through the level and you the know. levels are the, are the yeah the with, yeah absolutely game. absolutely yeah but yeah I, I get i get it yeah you're right it's a breathing point for take a break but i mean that, that's a, like the cuts that's the same for cutscenes in a lot of games of, of modern eras too as well as progressive stories. But but they don't, don't they don't have the the repetitive challenge though that you would see in this game, and that's why I think that it's a little more relieving. Weren't we talking about this like a month ago about a game that was bookended with cutscenes to give you that? I'm pretty sure we were talking about the exact same thing. Oh, did we game. did we already talk about this? Exact like topic? You, like uh, like just just the whole content of cutscenes that were there to give you like a breather in between insanity. I wish I could remember what game we were talking about, because we we were Using it as an example of it, but I maybe maybe a fan out there. Sorry, go ahead, see. What I don't like about cutscenes in games is that they are sometimes uh, the main vehicle for narrative, and not only narrative in the aspect of of the story, but uh, what's happening in in the game world. Right, so it seems like 
you're you have this really dull gameplay, right? That is leading up to the awesome to the awesome parts that happen in the cutscene, and especially in modern gaming, the cutscenes tend to look like the game, but a little bit better. But in this game, they just look very different from from the game. So that that that's one aspect. Um, the other aspect is uh, how the gameplay flows. This is something that, that this is this is the main thing that bothers me in, in games. Like you have a lot of lo loading screens, you have um, a lot of friction in terms of gaming. In this game, you just put it on, and yeah, there, there's a cutscene, but you can skip it. And then there's this little piece that says the name of the act or the number of the act, rather, and you can also kind of skip it. So it's every, everything's very quick. Like everything is really conducive to your to go to the to the game, and you're gonna spend a lot of time playing the game and memorizing the levels and the patterns and all that stuff. So by the time you beat the first boss and you get and you get to the to the cutscene which there is no loading screen and you can skip it. Um I don't know, I feel like I I not only it provides you the opportunity to to rest a little bit, to rest your mind, but you feel like you need it. And then in a lot of games that that overuse cutscenes for me because it's not that I'm opposed to the whole concept. It's just that they are overused and and they are used in trailers they are used as um as the meat of the game and i i don't like that but in this game it, you, everybody's gonna say oh the, the game is awesome super hard oh yeah and the cutscenes are cool you know they're not gonna yeah. say about they're gonna it's more of an afterthought say, than a mainstay yeah, and there's so, so much quality in it. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm being clear. Maybe it's uh, something on a case by case basis, but in this particular case, I like them. But I'll say this: I don't like it when 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 they are like the main aspect of the game, when they are pausing gameplay, when they're not skippable, when everything is leading up to a cutscene, especially when it's like mid gameplay. But in this in this case, I think cutscenes are used effectively. Are just in the right moments. They're not being overused. They're skippable. Yeah, they're long, but most of the times I don't. I don't watch it. Like I watch them for the, for this particular show, but it's been years since I watched them. I guess. Anytime anyway, I, if they're skippable, that's always preferable. I, I hate when games don't use skip. Um. Okay. So yes, I love how we're playing NES games and we still argue about cutscenes. Um, <laughs> So one other thing that the game has is just different kind of power-ups, um, and he, he collects ammo to use the, the power-ups. He has, like, shrukins, uh, a fireball, <laughs> and... Shrukin? Shrukin, isn't that how you pronounce it? I don't think so. Well, then you, you go you go for Seiji? it. Then. Huh? Is it pronounced shrukins? Shurikin? Yeah, that sounds more right. That's close. The ninja stuff? Yeah. Yeah, Lefs is saying shrukins. Whatever, <laughs> it's close. <laughs> like mushroom. You didn't even want to give it a try, so. Because then you said you would do it the best way. Shuriken. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Like, there's other people that. that uh, okay, I'm, I'm going uh, to. Let me be clear about this. Okay. So, if you ask me how something is pronounced in Japanese, I'll say how it's in Japanese. But yeah. if a lot of sounds are not the same. In English, so a lot of people say like Ninja Gaiden, right? That's fine. Not nothing wrong with it. Like if you say in Japanese, it's like Ninja Gaiden, right? But I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think there's like a correct way of pronouncing like, like foreign words. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, 
Oh. Yeah, if you read it in Japanese, will be like shuriken. By the way, real quick, real quick question, because before Left goes back to power-ups, which I'm actually super excited to listen to, because I didn't use half of them. Um, did we say who developed this? Did you say that already, Left? Tecmo. Tecmo. I thought we just saw that out there. When did it come out? Anybody know? 89. 89. Okay. I think. Cool. Uh, 89 right. North America, yeah. All right. So it- All right, well... Please continue with power-ups. Uh, yeah, fireballs, shurikens, and um, uh, a jumping, spinning, slash attack, or just to name a few. Um, so, you know, uh, they were instrumental uh, a lot of the times to progressing through the stages, because sometimes, the like we said, the bosses weren't typically the challenging part. It was the stages, and sometimes it yeah. was just how enemies were positioned against you, because, you know, platforming, it's, it's almost like old, it's like Smash Bros, how they're ledge-guarding you. Um, um, so sometimes oh, yeah. you would need, you know, the right weapon to uh, approach a situation. So I'm just kind of wondering, you know, any weapons you you like the most, or you you tend, hey, this one was the best. And there's also a few other things too. Um, I, I only seen one of them, but there's an hourglass that freezes time. Um, there's I, I, on, I only got that once. Um, and there's also health potions, but they're very rare. Yes, they are. Uh, and I think ninja spirit stuff too so the thing about these power-ups is that you can't just use them willy-nilly when you get them you have like basically a mana mana meter or in this case ninja spirit yeah or spiritual strength is what i or whatever 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 it's actually called uh which which limits makes me not makes me not want to use them much because just like most games you don't you don't have like an infinite supply so i'm kind of like do i really want to use this right now but you asked which one our favorite was i like the ninja star that comes back to you like a boomerang Yes. So if you, if you jump, it can hit more things. And I, I like uh, the, the windmill jump just because it can help you get to the stage more. Windmill throwing star. Which is that? The windmill throwing star. Okay, yeah, that's the one I like. Uh, regular throwing star was, you know, just a straight head projectile. Um, um, I like I, I like the windmill one because it was very flashy. If you just kept jumping, then it would just keep flying around yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. So That's, that was awesome. You could you could use it and then just keep running and jumping at the right time, <laughs> and uh, yeah. you don't need to use up a lot of your spiritual strength. Fireball's nice too. I mean, not the projectile fireball, but the fire shield or whatever it's called, yeah. where you're. Basically, it's basically your invincibility. It, it, yeah, it's great, but the bad downside to it is that, and it doesn't use ammo, but the downside is that once it's gone, you're there without any kind of secondary weapon. Yeah. Uh, what, one real, okay, just make a note to come back to the controls after we're done with power-ups, because I got things to say yeah, about we'll that. Yeah, we'll talk about controls and hardness next. Awesome. Good. So, uh, what did you like for power-up? Power-ups, well, the, I don't know how they're called. But the one where you jump and you kind of like, you do a, like a bowl with... The jump and slash, I believe it's called, according to this. Jump and jump slash. And yeah. slash. Yeah. yeah, the the icon is like a, like a whirl, whirly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that's, yeah, like, screw it, I guess. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, that's the most useful one. Uh yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. See, so um, like like Rob, the windmill throwing star was was my favorite, and the the jump and slash was my least favorite because anytime I would get it, I would jump and attack, 
and then it would waste my my spiritual energy kind of thing. Does it um, use spiritual energy? Yeah, it does. It does. So you can you can burn through it just by like jumping and attacking other like because if you want to you know hit like the things you need to get more energy, you would burn energy just trying to get more. And if you only got points, it was a waste of your your ammunition essentially. Um, so I actually really disliked that weapon and or the that ability and how it worked. Yeah, well, th- there are moments which, to me, was absolutely necessary. Th- you're right, though. Some, you're... some jumpers, especially when an enemy yeah. is like super close to the edge of a platform. Oh man, if I didn't have that, you would have jumped and crashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, and one other—I I can't believe we kind of forgot this gameplay mechanic as well. But one thing as well is that it, you know, because it's it's a platformer, but he he does do wall climbing. So one oh thing fucking God. that that is really uh, evident in this game is that you you have to kind of do jumping from wall to wall, kind of like. Do you mean wall sticking? Wall not being able to jump back off of unless you press the buttons in such a specific way. Wall getting stuck as you're trying to move through the stage and jump over an enemy, and then you get stuck in a fucking pillar. And then you're getting hit by an enemy constantly because you can't get back off that pillar. All right. The wall jumping that you mean. So next we're going to move to actual (laughs) the challenge of the game and why was it hard and and things of that nature and and maybe controls as well. Rob wants to talk about that. So, um, Seiji, why don't you start us off a little bit? Like how how hard did you find the game? I want to know how far you made it in this playthrough of it um, and just how you feel about the overall challenge of the game and what maybe what you found most challenging. Well, I can get as far as stage three by normal means. You know, if, if I had an NES, like real NES, no save states, no nothing, I think I could get to stage three. No further, for sure. Um, stage one is a really well-designed uh, uh, stage. I think it's, it's perfect difficulty. It has all those things that Rob was mentioning in the beginning where the, the, the frustrating spanning it's, uh, of of enemies, which is it's bad, but at, at the very least, it's consistent throughout the game. But it's really flat. I mean, not flat. Okay, it's not flat. It doesn't have um, like holes you can fall into, right? That that's a really important part in this game because part of what makes it really, really difficult and frustrating is the platforming uh, difficulty later on. But this stage one is, it's actually fun. Um, everything is reasonable and the boss is really good. And it only has like one part. So it's, it's like one, one, I think. Then when you get to stage two, it continues with that really well, um, difficulty cure ramping up a little bit. But now they're introducing some more like wall climbing, ladders and stuff like that. But when you go from two, one to two, two, <laughs> that is super harsh. You know, it's like, uh, it's like this mining environment and then you go outside and you're like in there's like pillars with platforms <laughs> yeah. and and that, that then it is then when you start getting like the cheap uh deaths in the game where you have enemies getting too close to the platforms and it's really hard to use your your energy uh well i find that so i will always keep the jump and slash is that how it's called uh yeah um, in order to make some of those jumps, and then you get these, uh, uh, like football players falling oh from the sky God. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, some of the enemies in this game. Uh, it's so hard. <laughs> it's just so hard. It's so frustrating, but uh, yeah, it, it's still 
humanly possible. But at that point, like if you're a new player to the game, I'm pretty sure you won't get past that unless you play for at least, I don't know, like a couple of hours, maybe, you know, trying and trying and dying, dying, dying. Uh, which to me is terrible. It's a, it's terrible pacing, but that's how it came. That's how this game is. And it's always been like that. So that's why I, I say this is really hard for me to, to judge because I always had a lot of fun playing this game, but to a new player, oh man, this will be so frustrating, especially for kids. This, uh, the kids in, in this time, they have no, no, no time to, to do that because they have like one million other options <laughs> to, to spend their time on. And, and then the boss of level two is a little bit of a continuation of, of the boss of level one because the level one boss is just like this big guy that takes like two steps and stops. So you can just like, you know, like swing, 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 and then, you know, take, take two steps backwards in the other direction. The enemy is going, then you do the same. And it stay level two boss this is kind of like the same, but he also like has like a this big sword or hatchet i remember so you just have to like crouch and slash so that's the only big difference so i think that the level difficulty of the bosses is is much much better than the actual stages because stage two especially stage two two is so much difficult than stage one then when you get to stage three that's it that's bye bye (laughs) i don't think I, i don't think you can go past that um Without safe states, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, you can, but you have to, at that point, be an expert in the be game. An you know, person. you have to have this sort of routine, and you almost have to have this mentality of a speedrunner when you're like, like being really, really careful. Because the thing with these kinds of games are really, really hard, is that you die constantly, so you keep repeating certain parts of the certain parts of the stage, so you keep memorizing, like, let's say, the first. I don't know, first five minutes of, of something or the first minute of something, and then you get to the actual hard part and then you die. So you go back, then you to the check to, to the checkpoint, then you already know all that. But it's really hard to memorize because you have to spend increasingly more time to do it. So I think I've gotten up to level five with safe state six. I don't think I've ever beaten it because it's just you have to even with save state, you have to spend so much time with it. How do you use save state when you play with this game? Yeah, every like I, I almost make a, a pass like this difficult part where there's like birds and stuff and <laughs> oh, bullets okay. flying around, and whenever I can, when uh, I just stay put and no enemies are spawning, save state. Oh man, we know. play. <laughs> I, I I just use them as bookends for each slave. So I kept doing the frustrating over and over and over again part, getting past the fucking birds over and over again. I don't think I use the save states. I think I used them before a boss once, and otherwise never during anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because I, I knew I knew I wasn't playing the game right. Like whenever I use save states, no matter what, I know technically I'm not doing it the way it was meant to be. But I, I think this game requires save states to be even remotely enjoyable. And definitely not judging you for the way you're using these save states, because even getting past those area once can be brutally difficult. No, I use it like that for the first two stages. For the first two, like, worlds. Yeah. One and two. But once you get to three, you have to... You have to make use of those safeties, man. Also, there's a timer, too, in the stages. Yeah. If you, yeah. Run out of time, you, if you ever run out of time, but... Like, there's enough things to kill you in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, how, how far did you get on this particular playthrough, Seiji? I got to... 
five or six. Oh, jeez. Yeah, which which one is the mine? The mine? Oh, is that four? The one where you're underground and there's like weird statues and shit? There's like mine cars and stuff like that. It's four, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So probably got to five. That's pretty good. It's not bad. I Rob, it sounds like you have some problems with this game, so why don't you air your grievances now? What was the question? Uh, just like, um, just, you know, how did you feel about the challenge of the game? Okay. Uh, and how far did you get? Yeah, yeah. I get 6-2, halfway through, pretty much game. Uh, so I like, I think I like the game. Like, I love retro games. I love the aesthetics of the NES. I like some of the goofy aspects to it. So, <sighs> I want to say the ninja controls well, but he doesn't really. His attacks are good, but when I mean, really, my problem comes with wall jumping, uh, and you just kind of get stuck on the wall. Yeah, and the the wall jumping can be wonky, and sometimes just getting it to go back can be really like to jump off the wall can be really frustrating for some reason. I don't know what I was doing wrong. I would hit them like hitting the buttons, the back and and the B or whatever button we used to jump A, and it's just not obeying me. And then sometimes it would, and sometimes it wouldn't. And then getting stuck at the edge of a pillar, is there a way to jump right back to the top of the pillar? Because I had a really hard time. Well, you can, I... you can like slowly like, well, move up a pillar by jumping back and forward really quickly. So if you're in this position where you're like, I, I, I have to go up, you can, but it kind of goes against the game and uh, some, some pillars you can't climb to the top of because I tried. I just so. treat it like a death. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. This. More could, than that's probably what they up. wanted you to do. But you can like jump off quickly and then move up like you know a quarter of an inch, sort of There's thing. No, one thing this game is missing, if I'm not mistaken, is that it has no fucking grace period of when you get hit. Like you don't have you get a knockback, which sucks, but you don't get any like brief invincibility to recover. I think I think hit. there is a window, is but there? it's it's so small. Um, that basically just means you can't get hit, you know, twice in a row immediately. But like, I think it's like less, like half a second. I, I feel like I was just getting wrecked by multiple things at once, without any sort of like I couldn't get hit. Well, first of all, you get knocked back, so you already like in a game like Mario, you get hit, you flash for a second, you can get past that thing that just killed you. In this case, you're getting knocked back constantly, usually into a pit. Uh, so that's you know that's that's a problem. And like, yeah, I understand logically that you could technically memorize how every piece of the screen is going to work when you go over a few pixels and back a few pixels, you eventually can realize, oh, if I go over it with one little bit, this stupid bat's going to spawn forever. Uh, if I go over a little bit more, it won't spawn forever. If I go back a little bit more, now that fucking weird priest with the cross is just going to come back. <laughs> uh, and I just want to make a note of the enemies in this game. Yeah, There's like yeah. Mon- monkey men, birds, dogs, cats. The birds are the worst enemies in this game. You have missile dudes, got ones who shoot three missiles. You have fucking, you have these ninjas on rocket packs throwing shurikens <laughs> at you <laughs> from, from nowhere, which is great. Uh, and well, what else is there? I don't know. A bunch of uh, the football players clearly the winner. Well, they're not because, football. They're not football players, but looks like a football player. I'm what pretty sure they're like soldiers, but how come you have the football helmet on? <laughs> he just has a helmet on. He has a football helmet. The guy's like trying to tackle you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me laugh so i don't know like the first half of the game is fun it's just hard enough to be like i don't know it's the birds I, oh wait i got notes i wrote my notes here uh, i wrote it on paper my my mario notepad because it's too shitty to draw in. um well i wrote why the fuck is a green football player so i i was you know thinking that from the beginning i wrote down three two is when things get annoying 
uh, gun dudes and birds. It was the birds more than anything else. And yeah, I wrote cutscenes were long like three times. Oh, I did like one thing that I found funny was have a nice day, and then the floor opens and he just they just slide the straight right there, <laughs> <laughs> and then the villain laughs like a lot, which is pretty great. Yeah, other than that though, I didn't even know. Um, yeah, overall, uh, it's it, it invites you to keep playing because of the music and and your ninja. And it, it's wacky and fun, but but only for so long, man. If I was stuck alone with just this game, I would play it, but <laughs> it would be sad. I don't know if I'd beat it. If I had like the rest of my lifetime just to keep playing just this game, like I'm stuck in a room. I wonder if I actually still would beat it. I don't we had six know. two. That's the last stage, man. And yeah, uh, with save states. I'm talking without yeah, save states. I guess so. I guess so. But uh, six two is also like apparently like without a doubt, obviously the hardest part of the game by far. It's disgusting. Um, there's there's uh, strategy guides just for beating stage six two. So I don't feel so bad <laughs> that I gave up. I was playing till like one thirty. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm not beating game our friend uh oswald who listens to the show he was playing it too actually yeah he was telling me uh, he was playing it yeah i think he got it as far that far as well hey rob yeah it counts what save state it it, it counts for your list well it would count if i if i beat it but yeah, it counts man it counts man <laughs> i'm telling you it counts <laughs> this is as far as most people make it so. i didn't get those credits sweet sweet credit <laughs> you gotta get that fun watch them on youtube <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, damage uh yeah probably were oh holy shit really, yeah i didn't realize that i had my my thing down i didn't even realize it was this long okay uh so we a game a damage system uh, we each the game gets a uh, heart from each of us so that's three health okay uh it's a recommendation system only not necessarily quality or how much we like it although of course you're going to be slightly biased in one way or the other but relatively speaking it's just a recommendation uh, we can each damage a heart up to four pieces. So full damage is uh, you hate the game, you you're insulted, you played it. Uh, one da- or no damage at all means you love the game, and then everything. Uh, traditionally, the person who picks the topic goes last. So, Sage, do you want to go first? All right. Oh boy, this is hard. Okay, it's hard because classic game. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the one of those games that if you really like video game history, if you like retro gaming. It's a game that you, you know, at least, you know, try the first two stages. You have to try that. Um, but at the same time, if you, if we are going to judge this game under the same standards that we, we do usually with all other games, and, and that's a, that's a problem, right? Because we don't specialize on retro gaming. We don't specialize on modern gaming. We do like everything, right? And we've reviewed something like Neon FM. And <laughs> We reviewed something, I don't know, something more, more classic, like, I don't know which one of the classics. Parker's uh, Pocket Tip. Reviewed. Exactly, <laughs> right. So. We play everything. It's all across the board. There's there's a lot of redeeming qualities. Uh, the game is super playable. I, I, I like something that you said, Rob, something about it. It, it invites you to keep playing, and I, that's completely um, correct. I like that. Um, I think that even if it's super hard and frustrating at some parts, like it's still, you know, fun to jump and see the running animation where the torso doesn't move and the jumps <laughs> and the legs are just like, <laughs> like moving independently from the body. It's so much fun. It's so classic. Um, I think just for that, I think it, it deserves 
it deserves a, a really high recommendation, but at the same time, be aware. It's hard, it's frustrating, it's it, it also old, uh, so it's, it's a product of its time, and there might be maybe some things that some people might find offending uh, nowadays, like the fact that supposedly you're in Japan, right? And then you're going, you're coming to America or, mm -hmm. or, or going to, the Amer to North America uh, for some statue. I mean, for what is the, the MacGuffin thing? It's like a statue. Two right? statues, right? Yeah, two Even light and shadow. Yeah, yeah, and, and you get to America, and the first thing that you find is like a, like a ghetto or something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're fighting against like like gang members. And, I don't know. And boxers. They, yeah, and they have like, like certain um, skin colors that might be um, associated with you know. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that too much. Um, so yeah, there might be some things that are might be offensive. Anyway, um, I think I'm going to give it uh, one quarter damage. But but it's closer to half damage, but I, I just can't. So, yeah, that's it. Well, you're way too lenient, so that's going to make my harsher. So, look, and it, I'm talking, so should we judge this in the original state or state with, with save state? Like the game as it is? I'm going to go with the game as it is. Um, who could I recommend this to? If you're the type of person who plays retro games already, then you've already played this for the most part anyway. You like hard games, there's so many better hard games out there. I can't recommend this to anyone in its pure state for any any good reason. It's not cheap to get. You can get it on the NES Classic, but that's even more that's even more difficult to get than the original card. The original card is not... I don't know how much it costs, I can't find it in town. I don't think it's that much, though. Uh, you can get the Super NES version that that's maybe... I wonder, if the, I wonder how that one plays. The, there's a trilogy of all three of them on one card with better graphics. I'm curious. Uh, I wonder what if that's like... Anyway, I don't know. Man, this game is brutal. It's not fun unless you're like really in the mood for it. And if I'm just going to wreck it, like I can't think of any I'd recommend this to. So I'm going to full damage. Whoa! Whoa! I was going to give it maybe one quarter, but then Seiji was too nice to it, so I gave it full damage. Oh, but, 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 man. let that be with the asterisk. Is, I like the game. It's fun. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I just can't, I can't recommend. This is, that's why we stress recommendation only. Uh, not the game. Because the game, for its time, it's cool. It's a cool game. You're a ninja. You're throwing shurikens and climbing walls when it works. And uh, you're fighting birds and football players. It's it's fun. But it's it's not fun to play. <laughs> I don't even think you'd full damage pocket tails. Well, I asked you guys yesterday if I, if I had done full damage or anything outside of Mary Kate and Ashley, and I don't think I have. I'm usually like, I think on the show, I'm the, probably the nicest person to didn't, game. Didn't pocket tails get like full damage across the board though? Did it? I thought it did. I thought it had like one quarter. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Someone will have to fact check us because I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick with full damage, but it, it, you know, it's cool. Ninja Guide is cool. I don't, I don't, I don't hate the game by all means. I just got mad. I get angry a lot, but whatever. That's not that, that's not the, at, at the ordinary for me game. Wow. Jeez, jeez. Um, all right. So it's my turn, right? Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, I've always really liked this game. Um, it's been kind of a staple for me. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard, but it's classic hard. And, you know, it's, you feel like you have to recommend this to people because it's just like, hey, you've never played this game. You've never played Ninja Gaiden before. To me, it's almost like similar to saying that, you know, you've never played Mario before. Um, not to the exact same <laughs> extent, but there's, it, there's, it's very close. Um, to me, at least. Uh, yeah. the game, the game is, is hard and sometimes it can be cheap but i i don't really i don't like the when you're kind of talking about enemies how they respawn if you're just standing in in the wrong place Gross. you know i don't that just never really bothered me because you know they're coming you can react fast enough to kill them before they actually get to you nine times out of ten and you can use your own cheatingness to counter that by just you can you, Ryu in my opinion has the magical powers to kill enemies <laughs> off screen he has this crazy ninja powers that as soon as they're off screen they're just blown to pieces um, so you can you can use that to your advantage so you know sometimes you could think the game is you know oh, it's 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 hard but it's a wrong kind of hard because there's just these respawning enemies but you you know it gives you I don't know if it gives you tools purposely to you know no, to kind of counter it but purposeful. no no absolutely but there they they still kind of balance each other out so you know i don't let that hold me back in any kind of way um so with with, with i love this game it's fun i i have beaten it before i only got to stage really? 6 yeah oh yeah um oh that's insane um i uh, i've only gotten to stage 6 2 on this playthrough but i'm going to see if things? i can no you beat it by yourself, just as it. Came I played it on on an emulator, but I like I use save states. Like oh, I was okay. I was saving them, but I never actually used them because I just played through the whole thing. Um, so I never needed them. You you owe it to the world to do a, a left play of this. Game. <laughs> I, I don't I don't even believe you at this point. <laughs> you're a superhero. Man. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't. I'm so skeptical of this, but I I will believe you because you're my friend. But it's it's one of those things that sounds impossible. No, well, some some parts kind of got me hung up, but unlimited continues. You can just keep keep trucking away, and I did. So, um, but yeah, I, I was I was saving it, but I never had to use them until like I got to six two, and then I I saved it, and then tried and tried and died, and then I quit playing, and then the next day I tried it a few times. So that was the only you know to get back to six two, um, but that was the only safe state I took advantage of. Um, so. I, I would have to I have to recommend this game because it's just like hey it's hard but you really really should try it um, and like Sage said even like the first two levels or, or the stage one one and and two one are are really well designed then when you kind of get into the third one or two two is when this game kind of like ups the ante and it's kind of a cool feeling to kind of see that so um it is hard though <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> it, it is hard though so it's hard to uh give it like a full recommendation so i'm going to do the same sagey um and i'm going to go quarter damage there you go one and a half out of three not too bad i probably would have given it a quarter if you guys weren't like you know in love with the game so much <laughs> And honestly, if you put emulators into the mix, which you shouldn't for something like this, but if you did, then of course, not as unplayable. Well, it it depends, you know. If you if you just want to try the game, you know, be like, oh, this is a hard game. I hear I want to kind of have the experience of trying it. Emulators are fine, but if you want to challenge yourself, if you want to be like, hey, I I beat this game, then you need to do it classic style. I, I think you should judge a game for for what it is first. Like it, we mentioned in the Guitar Room episode, because it's harder to get. But if you're going to emulators, then it's not hard to get. But we don't. I don't count that as a reason to, uh, it, you know, it, it does make the games easier to get and are more fun. But just just for the sake of this specifically, I, I try not to count the those versions. 
well. But, you know, here's an asterisk. If you want to download it for one day and have some fun, you know, assuming you own the original game, uh, go for it. Maybe you'll have <laughs> there fun. You go. But I'm going to stick with full damage just for the game itself. There we, there we go. So there we go. What a, what a great episode. Stay tuned back for this episode. Yay! And Woo. he brought back his signature wisdom. This will be the first uh, left-edited episode, so... Oh, jeez. Better, better be good. Thanks for dropping that one on. I was, I was, <laughs> I was hoping to That's not say anything, but okay. Well, you, you can, hey, you're the one editing. I can edit, yeah. It's a good that point. Out if you want. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thanks for listening. CartridgeClub.org, they have a new website. Uh, we're still on it, so therefore the website's still good and valid. Um, yeah, so this is Rob. And Les. And Seiji. So long.